You are listening to Innovators Can Laugh with Eric Melcher, where I dive into the interesting and fascinating stories of innovators and startup founders from Europe. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Eric here. And before we get started with the show, just want to give a shout out to everyone who is playing Innovators Can Laugh with me on Twitter and are helping to make the show even better. Special thanks to at Smilenteo and at Mabinti6 for uh, participating in today's show. Okay, and if you want to play, just follow me on Twitter at Melcher underscore Eric or do a search for the hashtag Innovators Can Laugh. Now let's jump into today's show. My guest today is Victoria Chipskit, who is founder of Profit Dust, which is a crowdfunding and real estate investments platform. Victoria, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Hey, so you were recently abroad, um, kind of getting away from the Lithuanian winter. Where were you? I was in Zanzibar, where? in Africa. Oh, my God. In Tanzania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I, I felt that it was a very good decision to get away, to have a smaller winter, because three months, three months of gray sky, raining, sn- snowing, it's too much. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. Zanzibar. That is like the most exotic place I think I've ever heard, you know? Really? Yes. I don't know anybody who's been to Zanzibar. How did you make that decision versus other places that you could have gone to? Uh, I, I do guy surfing. So that's my passion. So last three years I'm traveling to places where I can kite. Oh, wow. Where I can do guy surfing. And this is one of the most famous spots in the world. Zanzibar with amazing blue water, uh, shallow beaches. So it's it's amazing. Of course, it's Africa. Everything is drawing though, but but I I I don't like really concrete jungles. I like green jungles. Okay, you are so adventurous. Okay, to get things started, in one or two sentences, tell us about you. Uh, okay, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a speaker. I am a woman. I'm a sister and passionate leader. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. So um, I want to get started and I'm just going to have you ask you a few fun personality questions so the audience can get to know you. Uh, first question we have for you, Victoria. When you were a teenager, what celebrity did you have a crush on? Teenage crush here. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Britney Spears. Okay, Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. Was it the school out? Maybe not when I was 18, but maybe when I was 12 or, or 13. Yeah. Did you yeah. did you try to replicate her dance moves in front of the television? Of course. <laughs> if you know Spine Girls, there was Victoria, and I always was uh, acting Victoria. Okay. In all our dance and then <laughs> still she is my uh she's the woman which i follow yeah all right still right. no very very cool very cool okay next question for you this is a fill in the bank a fill in the blank question victoria okay instead of flowers for valentine's day which actually was pretty recent you would rather receive blank so instead of flowers you would rather receive what uh Instead of flowers, <laughs> diamonds always. <laughs> yes. Okay, you know this comes once. A, these, this comes once a year, these, right? These days, a little bit longer than flowers. 
Okay. <laughs> very true. Very true. They last longer than flowers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great answer there. Great answer. I would have never imagined that answer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Diamonds are always a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. What is next question for you? What is something you like to splurge on? And you can't say diamonds because you already you already said that for another answer. So what? Uh, can you please repeat the question? Yeah. What is something you like to splurge on? And that means like you know how do you like to reward yourself? Like to treat yourself? Ah. Like a present to yourself? Mm -hmm. I like eat good food. Good food. I like trips, journeys, weekend getaways. Okay. Shoes. All right. Let's stop there. That's a lie. Once <laughs> <laughs> in my life. I work on myself um, after a good deal. I was a real estate agent and I earned a lot of money and I bought six pairs of shoes. Oh, wow. Same that. Yeah. Oh, man. But now I'm not doing like that yeah. anymore. You know, I used, I'm a big shoe fan too. I used to be. Um, but with COVID, you work from home now and you don't, I never wear my shoes. I have like some shoes that, I, that I've never worn in over a year. They're just kind of sitting there collecting dust in the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I stopped to wear high heels. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, is it snowing back there? It looks like I see snow. Yes, it is. Wow. We had... Yes, it is. But in the morning, it was really sunny and it felt like the uh, spring is coming. Yeah. But, but I guess not yet. Yeah, it feels like spring's coming here in Bucharest. Uh, so I was shocked to see snow over there. Maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get the snow <laughs> in a few days coming from Lithuania. Okay. All right. Next question for you. Victoria, what's a silly reason why you once cried? A silly reason why you once cried. Difficult question because I cry really rarely, but maybe from something, something very funny. I don't remember what that stands for. Okay, okay. That's so good too. <laughs> People start crying; it's normal. You know? Okay, okay. That's that's a that's your answer. Uh, you can't remember. All right. Last question for you here. A time you were somebody's hero, what did you do? A time in your life that you were somebody's hero, what was it that you did? I never feel like, like a hero, but sometimes I feel that I'm inspiring people. So, for example, after my lectures, my presentations, I, I get uh, quite usually uh, some messages or or calls from the people and they see that I'm inspiring them. So yeah, I do this quite usually and, and I really feel good that I inspire people. So it means that I do something uh, meaningful. Good, good. What was one of your favorite speeches that you did or, or talks? What was it about? My favorite? Uh, I do them once uh, a week or twice a month. So it's quite usually. And sometimes I value me five uh, or sometimes ten. And so maybe last time was on TV in Lithuania was my story, like person story, like small girl from, from small city, small village, <laughs> how, how I get here where I am now. And how she went to Zanzibar, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not only to Zanzibar. I have a lot of riches where to go. A lot of plants. Brazil. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, now it's time to play Innovators Can Laugh here. This is a game where you're going to um, guess the responses of questions that I asked a previous Lithuanian uh, startup founder. So if you look on the little chat window right here, if you click on chat, you'll see a link and just copy that link into a new window. And it's a YouTube video. Chat? I see. I see. Yes. And so how it works is you'll play the video. First, you're going to hear about the entrepreneur. And then when you see the screen that says pause, pause it, pause the video. And then I'll ask you the first question. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead and play the video. It's about Irma Luko Savinci. And uh, when you see pause, pause it. Okay. Yes, I know Irma. You you know Irma? Yeah, yeah, I know her. Oh my God! Okay, you may have a shot at winning this because the guest that has the most points at the end of the season is going to receive a uh, a free gift. Uh, it's not going to be diamonds, so I hope I don't disappoint you. Uh, but if you do win, <laughs> the person who does win is going to receive a gift here. Okay, you're going to get four questions, and each question you'll have uh, four choices to pick from. Okay, so the first question. Uh, that I asked Irma, I asked Irma, what is an unusual food or drink that you consumed? Okay. So don't play the video. Just, just hold on. Okay. And yeah. I'm trying to find you on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when that happens. I have like, I lost you. I lost you. Yeah. You know, that, you? that happens to me too. I have like 20, 30 tabs open. I'm like, oh crap, where's the zoom one at? You know, and you're looking, yeah. it happens to me all the time. Okay. So the first question that I asked Irma, I asked Irma, what is an unusual food that you consume? Okay. Here's your choices, Victoria. Okay. Yeah. A, salt on watermelon. B, insect protein. C, sour cream on bread. Or D, vinegar on tacos. Which, which answer uh, did on Which one? Second. The insect protein? Yeah. Okay. So what you're going to do now is play the video and see what Irma said until you, hit, you see the pause screen. And when you see the next pause screen, hit pause. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she's a sour cream on bread type type of gal there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know Irma so well that you immediately said insect protein. No, not so well. <laughs> but just I know her. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, what would she say about that? You think she would she would feel like, you know, I wonder how she would react knowing that you said insect protein. Um, I don't know. It, 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 uh, I thought it's weird, but I know that some... Some people are, are are losing this, yeah, and it's getting popular and popular. So maybe I, I saw that something like that. <laughs> okay, you think you're gonna try it one of these days? I tried. Okay, did you put it in a smoothie or or what? <laughs> no, just like like chips, like like stack. Okay, how how were they? Not good. <laughs> I don't like. Okay. I just tried one. Yeah, it needs some ketchup or something to go with it. 
get to an N minus. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we've got three more questions here. The next question I asked Irma, I asked her, what would be a great volunteer experience? Okay. Here's your choices, Victoria. A, teaching kids how to surf in South Africa. B, helping people with their farm animals. C, jungle conservation. Or D, building homes in South America. Last one. Last one? All right, let's hit play. Let's hit play in that video and see what she said. And remember to pause it when you see the pause screen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She wants to help people with their farm animals, like farming and stuff. So that's, yeah. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. All right. She was involved in real estate sometime. So I, I thought that it should be something realistic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Next question I asked Irma. I said, Irma, what's something that people don't know about you? They're not going to see this on your LinkedIn profile. Okay. You should get this one because you kind of know her. <laughs> I know her. All right. A, horseback riding. She loves it. B, she is a big Star Trek fan. C, she likes salsa dancing. Or D, she competes in Frisbee tournaments. <laughs> Can you please repeat second and third? Yeah. The second one was she is a Star Trek fan, the movie Star Trek. And C was salsa dancing. She likes to salsa dance. I think first one. Okay, let's let's play that video. Let's see. Uh, let's see what she said. Hey, you got a point. Yes. You're on the first scoreboard. <laughs> yeah, you're on the scoreboard here. Okay, okay. I'm excited for you because uh, so far nobody has gotten more than two points or two correct answers. You have a so shot. Yeah, you've, yeah, you've got a shot here. Okay. Last question I asked her. I said, "Tell me about a time that you drove your roommate nuts. What did you do?" Okay. Choices are A. She played really bad hip hop music. B. She had too much positive energy. C. She never washed the dishes. Or D, she always left the lights on in every room. Can you please repeat second? Yeah, the second one is she had too much positive energy. I think first one. Okay. Loud hip hop music. Yeah, yeah, bad hip hop music. Let's let's play that video and see what she said. Too much positive energy. Yeah, I think she she said she annoys people sometimes because of that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got one right, though. So that's good. That's not bad. And next week, my guest is going to try to answer uh, questions about you. They're going to try to figure out what you would like, you know, instead of flowers on Valentine's Day. <laughs> okay, let's jump into your career. How did you get involved in real estate? Oh, uh, what I was. 23 years old. Yeah. In 2010, something like that. I, I became a real estate agent, but I became a real estate agent because of that, that I wanted to have real estate agents. <laughs> <laughs> um, some people are asking me how I knew that I want 
that real estate agents. And I, I really don't have answer. I just, yeah. I know they want to have real estate agents. It will be fun. Yeah. So, yeah. But first of all, I have to know how to work as a real estate agent to be a good leader for the team. Yeah. So uh, it, 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 my career started there. So. I was yeah, but what fascinated you about real estate? Were your parents involved with it? Did you have uh, any family or friends that were involved with it? Nope, nope. I just uh, come, uh, like I said, I, I came from a small village, small, small city, Trape, to Vilnius, and I changed seven different apartments in one year or one of the half year. I was renting one, another one, another one. So I, uh, I really knew well all city and i i got a lot of real estate agents and one day some girl is coming at nine in the evening and i was talking about apartment she's so happy so beautiful and i said hmm, i would like to have the same job like she so so that that inspired me to to start the real estate agent career and yeah when i got involved there i i, I cannot leave Okay, why were you switching so many apartments in, in that short amount of time? Well, I, <laughs> I don't know. I always wanted to try something better. Uh, there was a funny story when I came to Vilnius first time. I went to my, my friend. She, she rented an apartment. And she said, I have three, uh, one, one free bed, so you can come to live with me. And I said, all right. And uh, after I didn't go a few weeks, we came back from work, from university, because I was I started to work at the same time, like university. Uh, and I saw that uh, our furniture was different, you know? Uh, something was the, uh, in the kitchen, something not, something not like we left. So we understood that our um, landlord, uh, she was coming when we were out and doing their, doing her... Uh, Clean up or something, you know. So, uh-huh. You know, I clean sometimes leave our personal stuff, or I don't know, some after parties, you know. <laughs> so, so we we we, we left next day because it was really weird to come yeah. into your place and you don't have your your own space that somebody can uh, get in. So uh, that was not so. That was the first reason. Yeah. Later. Uh, later, what uh, we decided to live with my friends, so we rented three rooms apartment. So we were living six girls. Uh, then uh, we had really, really good parties in that uh, that uh, that place. So we had to leave. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Then we changed the apartment to another one. There was also a very funny story that. Um, uh, in that apartment, we're living some, I don't know, before us, some street dancers, or I don't know, I don't know. Okay. But that was not good vibration in that apartment. And uh, why was there, was there like a strip pole or something in the living room? Or no, 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 <laughs> nothing. But uh, our neighbors told us that in that apartment, they heard very, very strange noise sometimes during the night and day. So we felt that it's not um, compatible, it's not cozy to live there. So again, I changed. Then okay. I found a boyfriend. So we started to live in his mom apartment. After mm-hmm. that, we decided to live in a wig and rent a Okay. Apartment. So 
So okay. Oh, that's all. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Now, to uh, to be successful when you're just starting out, it must have been very hard. How were you getting clients to uh, to represent uh, when you when you started out? So I started real estate agent job. Yeah. Uh, it was really difficult. First of all, I hate cold calling. So, but you have to do that cold calling. So sometimes I was crying because I that they because I had to do them to find the clients. So I I put it some. Uh, you know, white uh, uh, page there was written uh, love would teach shoes like this on, on my TV and I was watching uh, that um, uh, Mark love would teach shoes and I was calling thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, I, I just, it's like a, I don't know uh, motivation ball gift yes motivation <laughs> uh, what else? What else? I was doing by myself. I didn't uh, have a whole lot of money, so I I had to be creative. So I uh, I couldn't spend money for my marketing. So it, it, it first three months, first six months. So I just uh, printed some um, you know some title about who want to rent an apartment. Or who want to sell an apartment? And I printed, I don't know, few hundred, and then put head, uh, ear, ear, earphones, uh-huh. like, like this. And I went uh, by myself into every, every house and was putting by myself this, uh, this promotion about me. Later, I did better with my picture. Yeah. <laughs> who want to sell an apartment? My colleagues were. Um, they said that where then it doesn't work, and I said, "Shut up, it will." And it was working so good that after that, everybody started. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, cool, very, very interesting. Okay, so you became a realtor, then you founded your own agency, and then you eventually got into investments. Uh, you became the head of investments for UAB Citas, uh, and then also uh, founder for Victory Funds. How did you take that leap from uh, real estate <laughs> into into investments? And what type of investments? Were they still in real estate? I, I will correct you a little bit. Uh, my real estate agency was called Citus. Okay. Uh, I called, I, I sold Citus in 2016. And my uh, boyfriend, at the same time when I was running real estate agency, he started to develop houses. So when we saw the company, we saw own contracts and people, uh, but the name uh, we took to this. And uh, I joined him uh, in real estate development. So we were developing together uh, residential houses with family houses. Uh, so yeah, uh, when I joined him, we doubled the company after human resources and also not project sizes, uh, and um, still I'm a small shareholder in that company. We got married and yeah. we are divorced, but we're still business partners. So uh, yeah, that's also the part of my story. But um, uh, we decided together that we with you know one uh, leader in one team should be one leader, not two leaders. So after one year, it got a little bit hard to. Not for us to work, but for people to understand who who's uh, work is the last, you know? 
who made the right. best decision. So, but okay. it was not bad or something. It was just situation. And so we decided to open a new company as a management company. We called it the 30 funds. But at the same time, we understood that one of our product of asset management company will be crowdfunding platform. So at the same time, I said, hey, Mendoza, maybe let's do also crowdfunding platform. He said, eh, okay, why not? So I started these two companies at the same time, and it was difficult to run both of them. So I, I had to make a decision after one year to put a lot, 80% of my energy to crowdfunding platform practice and 20% to asset management company. So later it changed a little bit, uh, but, but but still uh, I want, I'm on the board in Victory Funds and yep. also do a lot of things there. But my uh, most of my time, uh, the major of my time, it, it, I'm working with France. Okay. Now recently there were there were new regulations uh, that were introduced in the EU that make it possible for crowdfunding platforms. Um, that make it easier for non-professional investors to invest in seed projects or real estate projects. But you created this crowdfunding platform prior to those new regulations. So how did you, what, what has changed since those new regulations have been introduced? What does that mean for you and for Profitus? Um, yes, uh, the regulation in Lithuania was involved in 2016, I guess. So in Lithuania, we had a regulation. And it was uh, that directive, which is uh, confirmed now. Um, it's uh, uh, it, 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 it was already uh, in preparation. So Lithuania governments took everything what was most difficult into the Lithuanian regulation. So we were regulated really, really hard. So for us, it will change now. But yeah. for other countries where the regulation was not so strictly, I guess it will be more difficult than for us. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Exactly. I was going to ask that. So what other markets uh, do you have your eyes set on? Romania. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's real answer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. For 2022, um, what do you forecast for the number of investment uh, flowing through profit us right now. Uh, just like a like a you know an estimation. I have for very very correct numbers, real numbers. It will be forty eight million euros. Wow! How many projects uh, would that help fund? In the list, no. I will. Three hundred twenty. Wow! That is awesome. That is awesome. Okay, and when you have, what do non-professional investors get excited about when they discover uh, Profitus? Uh, I don't know. Maybe a lot of them think that it's really easy. It's easy, it's profitable, and they trust us. So we do everything uh, to be reality for our clients and to create a trust of investment. Okay. What's been your biggest struggle uh, that you've had to overcome since launching Profitus? Maybe the plan to expand to other markets in 2020. Uh, we, we had huge plans and the COVID came. So we stopped for a new year. And after that, we decided to, to make bigger market share. And now again, I'm in the same position. 
startups than to the markets. But it was, <laughs> I guess it's, it was a good decision. It, it made our business more, um, how to say, more strong, more strong and more real. Okay. Okay. Last question for you, Victoria. What is the message that you have uh, when you see yourself in the audience? You know, if you see another girl coming from a small town and, uh, you know, she's a young girl, but she has inspiration. What's your message uh, for, for those girls? Uh, trust yourself. Dream big. Okay. Because all okay. things have become true. All right. Okay. Oh, oh, I forgot. I was doing a little bit of stalking. And uh, are you also a big fan of glass furniture? Glass coffee furniture. tables, coffee tables and glass furniture. No. Nope. Okay. No. Must, you must be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love must be. Tennis, guide surfing, and rallies. I'm driving cars sometimes. Oh, wow. That's very cool. Very, very cool. All right. Victoria, she just get. She just get. Like up. This has been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on Innovators Can Laugh. Everybody who's listening, if you enjoyed it, feel free to like or subscribe to the show. I'll be back next week uh, with another entrepreneur from Lithuania. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review and star rating. Also, don't forget to sign up for the ICO newsletter at innovatorscanlaugh.com where you can get the bio and details of each guest. 